Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode 415, podcast 279. We are back for another Monday Night Paintball show. Thank you for tuning in. Lots on the show tonight, guys. Uh, we have mail time. We have uh, questions that you've sent in. We have an interesting speedball takeoff video. We have prices right. We're going to feature some teams out there as well, and uh, much, much more. So don't go anywhere, guys. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you for joining me. I also have uh, Josh Zubizabrikas. Yeah, finally back. Yeah, yeah. He had... Uh, bronchitis and ammonia at the same time i thought you said ammonia but yes pneumonia and uh yeah. joe kimson flagger just paintball good evening and uh thanks for tuning in tonight there i'm a little closer to the mic the way i should be sorry about that seb but we are live and welcome to beautiful behind the bunker um we have matt pushing the buttons tonight and uh no garvin sharma because uh well quite frankly he's boycotting tonight uh, Is he? no he's not feeling well He's a little verklempt, so hopefully we'll get him back for next week. If you guys are joining us right now, make sure you guys hit that like and share button. Uh, I'm getting no sound, someone said. Is Everyone it? else can hear us okay, and I will it's ignore... A second no sound. Hmm. Are you seeing sound on your end, Matt? I are am, so your could be the board. speakers on. Yeah. All right, we'll let one more person make that comment before we decide whether we oh, move on. Mike says he has sound. All right, great. Well, then everyone else, turn your speakers up. Uh, very good. And uh, hey, Dave Pitts. Hey, guys, make sure you guys, uh, if you're doing anything this weekend or not doing anything this weekend, you should be head over to Commando Paintball for D-Day. D-Day. Um, we would be there, but unfortunately, we're in the middle of doing OPL and Joe's holding down the fort. But otherwise, we wish you a success. And if you guys uh, are, as I say, are within five or six hours drive of that field, even more, Make sure you guys head on over. Yeah. And if you're in the States, come New, over and spend New, some of New that York State. hard-earned U.S. dollars and turn it into Canadian bucks. Big bucks. Big, big bucks. They're the big, big maple uh, syrup scented They've ones. got a great D-Day field. People actually storm on the landing crafts, and it's a multi-tiered beach attack. They have to climb up ladders under fire. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, check, yeah. Out, check out D-Day at Commando. And uh, the nation capital, that's also where you get uh, good jewelry, according to uh, Sean. Yes. <laughs> Sean Riddle. Sean Riddle, Beaver Tails as well. Hey, nice. Word market. Nice to see Wes Shockley in the live chat. Wes, I, I got the, the email about your team that you sent me. Um, I may need some better pictures than what's on the website, but I, I would like to feature you guys in the next week or two, so uh, I might have to hit you up for some more info. Um. All right. If you guys are having a problem, Mike Holstrom says try unplugging it and plugging a fork into the socket and see if that helps. Uh, by the way, how's your headphones working tonight, guys? Mine, mine are better than Josh. Plugged something into my head I, almost exploded. I plugged my, plug my earphones in. Joe almost fell out of his chair. Okay. Much like benefits, I'm having you guys share one of the ports because Joe's oh. is screwed. So if it works, oh. then we're good. We're running low on sponsor dollars, so I can't go buying new equipment anymore. Not for a we while. We had sponsor dollar? We had sponsor dollar. Oh. <laughs> we belong to the Dollar Sponsor Club. All this show is put together at the Dollar Store. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, all right. Nice to see all you guys signing in. Make sure you guys hit that like and share button. Let people know that we are live. We have lots of great paintball content coming up. Um, we talked to you guys about D-Day that's coming up this weekend. Um, we have some mail and some mail time stuff. By the way, Josh, I need to give this to you. You missed last week's program. I did. For those people that are listening at oh, home, Commando, I, that Andy is Brown. that is the version of the the sweaters I told you that he didn't make just to just to mess with you. Yeah. Well, I wanted to wait till Joe was in the studio to actually get them. Oh. What do you What do you think of them in person? 
He's what do you think of that? What do you What do you think of that? What, what's the proper? Coyote Brown. Coyote Brown. You can hear by oh. the sound of his voice, he loves it. Rick Chard inter- Pev introduced Rick Chard to Beaver Tails. I hope not Pev's beaver <laughs> tail. Not Pe- Pev's beaver tail. <laughs> Whatever he tells you it is, Richard, it's not. Um, speaking of Rick from uh, Paintball Extravaganza, we have some news about Paintball Extravaganza. You know what? Maybe we'll even get right into that real quick. And where do I have that? Here it is. So, Paintball Extravaganza, guys, uh, I have the graphic up if you want it, Matt, but uh, just to let you guys know, they are, it may seem like a million weeks away, but they are diligently working on it. Uh, A couple things that they are doing is it's now Paintball Airsoft and Laser Tag, which for you paintballers, you might think, well, why Airsoft and why Laser Tag? But those are the other two revenue streams that generate for fields. And they'll help the field succeed, which means they'll develop their field and give you guys as paintballers even a better experience. So this is something we definitely want to support. Um, The event is doing a pre-selection of event space uh, for first time. And currently uh, the event space is over 25% reserved. And that's uncommon because it's never even that high uh, this far out. So this this is definitely cool. Good. Trainertainment is uh, under contract now for 2020. Uh, so that's going to be great for you guys, as well as Birthday University is also under contract for 2020. These are both things that Joe and I want to attend. Um, Planet Eclipse is also signed in, and uh, they're presenting early bird training on the Monday afternoon. So if you guys fly in early enough, you guys can get involved in some of that. That's a problem. Although you may think he's dead, Elvis has currently uh, signed a contract for <laughs> 2020 to be there as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. I wonder how far he'll have to travel. It's Secretly, it's just Seb drunk on poutine, though. <laughs> Maybe um, Seb will come because of our proximity to going to Graceland. Well, Graceland is apparently is 15 minutes from the event. Cool. So you could take an Uber for a couple of bucks. Um, the other thing about Memphis and another reason why they, they decided to move is the hotel rooms, guys, at the Crown Plaza Memphis is 109 bucks and it has a complimentary airport shuttle so like no money spent and the breakfast buffet is 11 bucks so opposed to where the last location was 11 bucks is a far cry um and it's also local to other stuff too so that you guys can you know go anywhere if you need to uh welcome party on tuesday night charity auction and live behind the bunker on wednesday night uh so yeah and if you like barbecue it is apparently everywhere you can't throw a uh, empty rib bone without hitting a barbecue joint in Memphis. So, what you what you will like, Todd, is the uh, fried chicken that's uh, from churches. No, 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 Colonel. No. Nope. Well, what's the name of it? Is escaped me. We went there in the summer. I'll tell you. Bojangles. Popeyes. Yes, yeah, not Popeyes. <laughs> I know my it's fried Gu- chicken. Gus, joint. Gus's fried. Gus's fried. Gus's world famous fried chicken. Fantastic. Well, it's not world famous yet because we haven't well, reported on it, I'm but. Very good. Is hey, he nice the guy to that see. Owns, uh, Los Pollos Humanos. <laughs> same, different restaurant. Same, same, uh, same. As long as we can get some steak. Do <laughs> you think they have steak in Memphis? No, they only serve chicken. Yeah. Oh. Nice to see David Justice from uh, uh, watching from Germany. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, very good. So why don't we move on, guys? So, guys, make sure you get signed up for Paintball Extravaganza and start working on your bosses and your field your fields now to have them send you guys to that. Uh, it's going to be a good one this year. Uh, we told you that D-Day is happening this weekend. Well, you know what happens after D-Day? We wait until the day after D-Day, and uh, we go live for ticket sales for this. 
Pick your side, guys. Battle Royale. The Revenge. The Revenge. October 5th and 6th. Registration opens on Monday, one week from today. Uh, get your tickets. There is early bird specials as well, so you want to get your tickets uh, ahead of time. We were gonna. We're also gonna be featuring the time trials, the tip and time trial, or uh, the Hitman time trials will be there. Um, so make sure you guys come and check that out. And we're gonna have a live show again with a live studio audience on that Monday night. So make sure you guys uh, get an opportunity to tune in for that if you can't make the event. Uh, b- big things also. Super Game Maryland. Super Game Maryland. August fifteenth, or sorry, August sixteenth to eighteenth oh, is okay. now a patch event. Yeah, so make sure you guys get Neat. signed up. And that is Super Game East 3. Uh, yeah, over at OXCC. Fort Knox chopping off another one off their list. July 13th and 14th is the next Behind the Bunker uh, supported game, Fallout Annihilation, July 13th and 14th. Uh, bucket list field for us. And if you can get there, you definitely want to try Fallout. The Fall of the Samurai is coming up as well, August 18th. And that is a Behind the Bunker uh, promoted event as well. Make sure you guys check them out at GRC Paintball. Speaking of events, we had our friends uh, Wolf Critchlow and uh, Greg Hastings uh, at, uh, at uh, what were they, Cousins this weekend? Cousins. They're cousins. They Not only do you think they're <laughs> brothers, but they're cousins. <laughs> and I uh, wanted to show off the patch because uh, you can see Greg Hastings there. Not Wolf. But Greg Hastings is uh, proudly... Uh, wearing our Behind the Bunker patch. It's good to see Greg out actually out of field and playing. Ah, uh, yes. That's right. Last time we saw Greg, he was tied up. Yes. Literally. It was a, it was a terrible scene. <laughs> Bring in the gimp. And then um, here, this was taken at Super Game. I put this on social media this week, and it's a picture of Josh shooting, shooting the MG100. He and I took it out on the field for a spin. This is the new Planet Eclipse marker. MG100 uh, or something? I believe it's the MG100. I In the video that we, we called it, uh, well, we certainly didn't call it that, but we knew we were calling it the wrong name. Um, we posted it up on Facebook, and, and lots of you guys liked it. Daryl uh, Daryl says, take my money. When they, <laughs> Just when, get on with when, it. Do you know when they're going to be available? Because I had one of our customers who's organizing a game this week Ask me when they're going to be available. I was told June when we were at Super Game. So I'm going to try to find that information out because we've had a lot of people asking me and I don't want to misquote. But right now, the last I heard was June, but that that may that may change. Um, John Jones says, uh, hope you had as much fun with it as we did. And here's a picture of John Jones with his team and they're all sporting it. So if they've got them to play with, they've got to be coming pretty soon. Um, And uh, Andrew O'Brien says, come on, Planet Eclipse, stop teasing and put it out already. Uh, he says, one question, is it better than the Die Dam? I, I don't know because we actually didn't take it for a full day's worth of spin, so I can't tell you that. All I know is the engine in this gun is a Planet Eclipse, and it's going to be good. So I, 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 if I were to pre-guess on that answer, I would say yes, but... Pre-guess. I like pre-guess. That. Pre, is that like pre-order? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's yeah. like an educated guess, but not educated. Oh, it's like a pre-guess. Yeah. It's like an ignorant answer. Oh, pre guess. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're going to be honest. Eric English says no release date on the MG100 yet. I think he knows. I guess he would. Oh. Um, all right. Um, oh, this came in. I wanted to show you guys. So we're going to play a little Prices Right a little bit later on, and it was inspired by uh, Frank. Ew. He, uh, yeah, and we're not going to play Prices Right right now, but he, this, this is uh, an example of what we're going to do. 
He says, the price is right. Does it have to be a sold or an auction? This one cracks me up, but I uh, doubt it will actually sell. So he posted the ad. He gave me the ad. And I want you guys to at home guess and see if you can find out what he's uh, what he's asking for. Actually, you know what? Forget it because, oh, yes, what he's asking for it. Here's the description. Master of the battleground with this invert mini paintball gun by Empire. The Empire mini has a sleek design and is paintball or in painted in dust black. Fully assembled, weighs in just under two pounds, which means you can carry it around the course all day without suffering any unnecessary fatigue. Many customizations, options for the Mini Invert GS. Um, where does it say here? The Empire G Mini GS runs on a 9-volt battery, which can hot swap, has autococker and fires at a blistering fast rate. Wow. Yeah. Nice. It's, what, it's an upsell if there ever was one. It's, it's a, it's a, a trying too hard is what it is. But yeah. they're running a CO2 tank on yeah, uh, it. Like is it, or is it just a... Uh, oh, yeah, CO2 it's a tank. CO2 tank. That's a CO2 tank, yeah. Yeah, let's not... I, I would advise you not to buy that gun if he's been running a CO2 tank in it. But what do you guys think it, that he's asking for? it? 275 bucks. Kathy Wilson says uh, 250 Bob. So you guys are close. Uh, Kyle Ritchie says 500 bucks, and Elliot says 450 bucks. Elliot. What do you guys think, Josh? Uh, 500 I agree with Elliot at 450. At 450. Well, you should because that's what he's asking Guess for. Up. It. 450. Yikes. 450. Yeah, yeah. Were they even 450 brand new? Uh, <laughs> no, but that comes oh. with a CO2 tank and it comes with a rotor, but that's not worth anything. So it's just the CO2 oh, tank and a barrel plug. Yes, because yeah. this barrel plug is where Ultimate you need. Ultimate safety. Um, yeah, but it matches the barrel. Mister. Mr. Van, Van, Mr. Vadman Pew Pew posted this up, and I thought it would be worth showing. Beta version of this holster for mags to revolver. I know it needs to be finished, but just testing measured out for the next one. Our Kydex. Little a, Kydex sheathies. Yeah. Cute. For what's the name of that pistol, Joe? Uh, the TR-50. The TR-50, the revolver pistol. So neat. People are uh, doing uh, starting to do mods for it now. Uh, what do you know about an old gay, Joe? I know that there's a supply drop. Grenade incoming. We are accepting pre-orders for many of our products and colors that have been out of stock for quite some time, including the WP40 in black, yellow and orange, as well as all consumer products in black. For our pro product dealers, we'll be getting more Flash 3.0s in. These are not intended for consumer use and may require a pyrotechnics license. Our shipment is expected to arrive around June 10th, three day, four days after D-Day, and we'll begin shipping out pre-orders ASAP. All orders will be shipped in the order they are received. To place a wholesale order, please feel free to email Darren at AnolaGay.com or call 775-513-6600. Boom. <laughs> That's not what I'm Josh has a grenade. Grenade. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's that? This is actually from Anola Gay. Do one of you guys have a knife? Or I have a knife. Do you have a knife, Josh? If you have a knife, you can do the honors. <laughs> There's a bottle opener. Not that we use it for anything else, but that... I have a knife in my pocket. We'll let everybody at home oh. wait while we while we do that. Um, so, yeah, make sure you guys check it out. Every event I go to, I use the Enola Gay Smoke. It's nice for cover. And uh, you know what? There's nothing cooler if you're going to stage some, even stage some pictures for, for paintball to have on your wall uh, or any sort of cinematic pictures. Even wedding pictures would be cool Gen with uh, some Manola Gay. Yeah. Fam 
family photos coming out of smoke. We cool. we also sell the, this at our store, and we get a lot of videographers and photographers coming through the field to buy buy them. So Enola Gay sent some we new banners. Banners, that's awesome. Oh, very good. We'll very decorate nice. the field with these bad yes, boys. You smoke weed choke. Look at that. This is uh, and th these banners you don't have to unwrap them to see what they are because they all have a mini little very enclosure cool. of what they are. And this Go is on. what I wanted to see. These are, these are the MRDR new gloves. Uh, look at that. I have a large here that says. Um, Matt, you want one? Love and light. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If there's one for me. T-shirts. Double X. All right, so this is what I wanted to look at was these new gloves. These look like uh, the Oakley operator style gloves they with do. the hard knuckles on them. This one has love and hate. Love, love and, and hate, hate on them. This, yeah, this, those are nice gloves. This one has love and... No, it has F-U on them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> cool. And those are large. Just in time, I need some new gloves, so these will be on... Uh, glovery. Yeah, these will be on my wrist this week. So thank you for an old game. We're going to put up those banners. Thank you, Chris. We're going to put up those banners across uh, across our paintball field this weekend as well. Um, yeah, Kyle Ritchie says that box didn't stand a chance. <laughs> Whatever. Um, they put the shipping label Ziploc thing right on I top know. of it. Yeah. Here, Matt, this is a promo picture of the, the MRDR gloves I just found here. Yeah, those are so nice. So they are available online Three now. colors, four colors, green, Coyote brown, gray, and black. These are extra large. These are huge. Yeah. They're giant. Extra huge. There's large. These must be for Gavin. In his large hands. He's got big hands. <laughs> well, we tried those at Extrava Baganza, and they nice. were quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, two quick things I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Catherine and Chloe. Fits like a glove. You ladies should be in bed soon. And um, this, this is a picture that Seb posted. This came up on his timeline from how many so, years ago was it? Five years? From back when he used to look like Hank Hill. Hank Hill. <laughs> used to. <laughs> so, this was one look. of our original studios. You can tell by the, the, by the, uh, by the, the sheeting and the lighting and the ceiling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but we actually had like a broadcast booth. I remember that. Pretty cool. When is that? It must be after a weekend in the summer. Look how sunburnt we all are. Yeah. I, could, I think I even have raccoon eyes. You Gavin, do. look at how dark Gavin is. But yeah, <laughs> you can see the, 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 the raccoon we eyes on us. We all have it. Very good. No one's going to acknowledge my comment on Gavin. All right. So moving on, we uh, want to check out the behind the scenes, the latest uh, trailer from paintball.media Simon Stevens had a quick interview and they what they showed on this interview uh, is something that's not even going to make the documentary but it was awesome it was talking about how uh, uh, Simon progressed into making one, uh, one of the first motorized hoppers so you definitely want to go check it out head on over to paintball.media on all your social media sites and you will find them and uh, you know if that's what was cut out of the documentary of Simon you know that what's in the documentary that's coming is going to be fantastic um, they should just do a documentary on Simon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, if you had a chance to sit down and chat with Simon, which maybe we should try to get him on the show again soon. I know he's coming home from the ICPL, but uh, we should try to get him on the show in the next week or two. Yeah. Um, real quick, someone sent me a message today, and I'll get back to you on Facebook in case you're not watching, but they're asking where do we get these behind-the-bunker T-shirts and hoodies. All you got to do is go over to uh, ruthlesspb.com. 
and put in BTB15 in the promo code section, and you can actually pick these right off their website. Choose your color, choose your size, and uh, what you want to buy, all the BTB branded stuff is uh, sitting there for you to, to purchase. And all you got to do is put BTB15 in the promo code section, and uh, you guys are you guys are golden. I'm wearing mine. You're wearing yours too. I'm wearing all mine. There we go. T-shirt on, and this and the jeggings. <laughs> the jeggings are a little tight on you, if I have to be and honest. The BTB banana hammock. <laughs> um, last week, Josh, you weren't here, but we talked about uh, the guys at Ginger, and yeah. uh, and some of their great products. You've got one in front of you. I do. Um, Gus sent me a, a, an email, and, and he says, uh, "Good afternoon, all. Great to chat with you guys at Super Game. Good eye. Uh, we recently listened to your podcasts." And greatly appreciate your support. I'd like to whip up uh, a few custom renderings for you. Do you have the logo? Um, so Gus is going to do up a couple of behind the bunker um, samples. Nice. Oh, and who maybe, wants those? Maybe we'll put them on their. They'll, they'll put them on their website for you guys oh, to grab. Oh, nice. can we put Joe's face on a tank cover? That'd be cool. <laughs> just on the butt stock. You so mean? I can talk about Ginger <laughs> Dynamics. <laughs> pew pew. I just want every time I play, I just want to know Joe is that close to my armpit. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> why do you got to be like that? <laughs> Just a just a picture of him smiling with his tongue out, <laughs> you put it towards the back of your your arm. Nice, um, yeah. So I'm pretty excited. I I did that this week, so hopefully we'll see something from Gus uh, in the next little while. You know what um, they should make though is a tank cover, is a way to shoot with a label on it that just says, "Don't worry, it's hydroed." <laughs> yeah, never you mind. This is hydroed. <laughs> Go to the next person. Yeah, it's pretty bad when you, you know, tanks are one of those things where you buy and you get all excited because you finally save up your money and you buy yourself a nice carbon fiber tank and they're a little more money than the Steelies, but you're happy to have one. And then that's it. You buy a gun and you go play and then maybe you buy another gun and go play, maybe a new hopper. And then six years passes and someone at a random air station says, can I check your hydro? And you're like, yeah, absolutely. I remember buying this. And he looks at you and goes, yeah, that was six years ago, sir. But that's the problem we ran into going to Super Game. Our tanks were so old because the last time we bought them was when we, we bought some no. really cool ones. And your, your tanks were so old. Mine was five months until it was out of hydro. Yeah, we were cutting it pretty close there. But yeah, thank you to the guys at uh, Super Game as well from, uh, was it the Oddballs that lent us the tanks? Oh, I can't yeah. remember. Or was it Mad Ballers? They were great oh, guys. Oh, Mad Ballers. Yeah, that's who yeah. they were. They were a bunch of great guys. Yeah, yeah. Um... Who said that we should have some behind the bunker Crocs? That was George. Hey. Hey. hey, that's a good hey, idea. George. I want a pair of hydro dip Crocs just to watch the video. <laughs> I just want to see someone go through all that effort of setting up the tank, putting the paint film on, and then just <laughs> grabbing a pair of the Crocs and slowly dipping them in. Nice. Josh Haven in the chat says, uh, what about BTB kilts? Yeah, absolutely. As long as those kilts... Like when you go to a Catholic school, how the, the, the nuns used to have a ruler to measure the, the length of those skirts and make sure that they're long enough if you're wearing them. Um, all right, so we're done with that. Um, so again, reminder, guys, next week on Monday, uh, registration opens officially for the Battle Royale, the revenge that happens October 5th and, and 6th. 6th. Saturday um, is the big game and Sunday is the MAGFED game. That's no, right. Yes, it is. That's correct. I don't even I don't know if that's loud enough. I might have to turn that sound up. No, it's good. But we're getting close to mail time, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Gavin is not in tonight to cinch up his sack or 
tear into his tear open his sack. Whatever, get stuff going. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, we got a couple of good questions here. I'm gonna start off with Evan Johnson, who writes and says, "Worst type of big game scenarios and ways to improve them." <sighs> well, I'm I'm not a fan of the overly complicated scenario where exactly there's missions and then submissions and submissions to the missions and then something gets made up on the fly and you're you're lost. I, I like missions where. You know, we've had big games at Flaggers where you literally kind of walk out and it's a real estate match. So you're you're basically just fighting for bases and um, and moving up the field. I, I I like the simplicity of that with a couple of small things. Um, I like when you have a scenario writer who's articulate and knows the field well enough to make missions challenging, but not stupidly hard. But like, it's not yeah. like oh, here's a bomb. Go walk it through the other team's on-field entrance. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. There are like, there, are, but I like when there's creativity. Like I'll give Joe, Joe props. There was one mission a couple years ago where he had buried some crystal chandelier. Oh, that mission sucked. <laughs> so he basically he he <laughs> ravaged a chandelier that had like what looked like big oversized diamonds on them. <laughs> yeah. And then he buried them, just lightly buried them in the sand, but it was on a pathway where a lot of people walk. So it kind of became worse over the course of the day. But there was guys out there shoveling and raking to find these diamonds. And no, I thought it was brilliant. And but he gave me the mission case. And it was an old wooden ammo crate. And I opened it up and there's two shovels from like the dollar they store. They were the dollar <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one, one was like light green and yeah. the other was light blue or something. It's like head to the beach. It was, or something. A, it, was <laughs> it was called the it was a, the scenario was the dark continent and it was our blood diamonds and you had to go. I think we were still finding you them. Guys every were still now and again. every now and then they, yeah. they show up. Yeah. But that was a good, after that a good was a solid good, rain. That was a good one. one. Yeah. No, I was going. My favorite one was the uh, the UAV. Oh, we had to fly and just kite. set up the kite and then fly the kite to get the points. For it was literally launching a kite. the UAV <laughs> a dollar store kite. Let's <laughs> stand in the middle of the field. People are like, can you sh- can I shoot it down with it? I don't know. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Uh, nice to see Greg Hastings in the live chat. He says, I like free beer. Greg, we saw that you were at Cousins this past weekend, and we I mean, I appreciate you sporting our Behind the Bunker patch. We were just talking about you. Um, how are you feeling? Were you, are you mobile now? Were you playing, or were you kind of just there? Um, yeah. Curious to see how you're doing. And as I say, we're going to see Greg Hastings up for Battle Royale, uh, October 5th and 6th, The Revenge. The registration opens up on Monday for that if we, if you guys are just tuning in. That's uh, our big announcement for next Monday. Um, where were we? We were doing we're questions. We were doing questions. Yeah. Time. So, Joe, what about you? You've... Um. You've been on both sides of it. What do you think? I have. We 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 were talking. There's a bunch of us talking on the weekend about missions, and you you were involved in that too. And a lot of guys just want you know. There's five or ten percent of the entire population that actually run up to the the general or the mission master and say, "What's my mission? What's my mission?" So those guys kind of have an idea what's going on on both sides. And there's, you know, twenty or thirty percent of the guy the the players that sort of want to help out with missions. But want to shoot people, then there's the other, the remaining balance of the guys that just want to go shoot people. So you really have it's a fine line between, you know, getting getting people involvement, overcomplicating things. So we're, we're I think the uh, battle royale last year was a nice balance of you know reasonably simplified missions, um, with some territory and just to keep the action sort of flip flopping back and forth. You, you don't want a landslide on either side. You just sort of want the action to flow and flip-flop across the field. I don't know. Your better actions when there's no flip-flopping. That's um, true. I think um, 
I think I really liked Super Games. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm like Joe when he said about the the small percentage. I like to basically go and shoot people. Um, Super Game was very simplistic, and when I went on the field, Josh and Matt and I would basically just look around or ask somebody, and the missions were so simple and clear that we knew what we had to do, and we were offered either A or B. Usually there was one or two things that we had to do, so we knew by running those missions we would get involved with shooting people, and it, and, and for me, because it was so simple, simple, we found ourselves actually running missions, not just playing paintball. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice to see Wolf joining yeah. in as well. That was my wolf impersonation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, what about you? Do you have a problem? Do you have a, Do you have any scenario ones that really pissed you off or annoyed you? No, I think I'm just going to go with what you guys are saying. Overcomplicated missions are just the bane of paintball. Yeah. You're talking to people who are experienced and just essentially just want to shoot people. Yeah. I'm going to call out um, a, a local field owner on this one, but one of the one of the worst fields. Uh, or or, or uh, missions I ever ran was at Flag Swipe Paintball. Dwayne sent us out to the boonies to go get a crate, and then we had to bring the crate back to HQ for the points. Sounds simplistic, but Dwayne, being sadistic, filled it full of bricks or some sort of heavy rocks or dirt. <laughs> and it really wasn't worth the effort we put into it point-wise when we finally got it back. Actually, I don't even think we took it back. I think we just sort of gave up halfway through and said, this is ridiculous. He said it was. His, I think he said it was a backup mission. It could have been. one team was really far ahead, he <laughs> handed you the envelope and said, here's your current mission. It was impossible to finish. So it was smart. It was yeah, fun. yeah. No, it was good. Did he put it out in the field where the cows were out to pasture? Yeah, I knew we were out of bounds. Oh, was at the bottom, of the, <laughs> the bottom of the big hill, I think. So, was it where the graveyard was? I don't know, but you can't. You basically came to the edge of the rope, and all of a sudden you could hear mooing, and you look up, and there's a cow 20 feet from you. You're like, I think that's where the field ends. Anyways, all right, well, why don't we move on? Nice to see Brent Davis in the live chat. Um, if you guys are going to uh, wear some bunkers on your field, make sure they're Arabs brand bunkers. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about them in a minute. And before I throw this out, uh, Enola Gay sent these gloves to us, and I was just taking them apart because I, I, I wanted to put them on and try them on. But the instructions on them, one, remove packaging. Or remove, yeah, remove packaging. Two, dispose packaging. Three, put gloves on hand. That's but it. How would you get but the both third, on one hand? How would you get the third message if you throw at the packaging before you read the third step? <laughs> That's true. That's cool. true. But I, I like guess, the simple. We'll never know. I like the simple, the simple rule, simple rules there. Are we gonna? Continue yeah, yeah. Asking? I'm oh, not no. the one Sorry, stopping yeah. you. We, we yeah, got well, derailed you're, you're, big time. <laughs> no, we did the now mail time. Uh, a friend of the show, young Sean Riddle, writes in and says, "What's your favorite scenario storyline for a big game?" Oh. We had a Simpsons game once, and I, I I didn't play it, but I was part of making the creative and the the name tags and all the stuff for for the Simpsons game. And because I'm a fanatic for the Simpsons, I I thought that was fun, but I never played it, so I can't I can't say that. It also had the greatest award in paintball history, worst player ever. Yes, that was the first time we did that. The comic book guy, yeah. Good evening, Brian from Inception. You guys had a uh, a busy weekend at ICPLIC. Lots of people shooting your product. Although yes. we can't talk about his product. No, <laughs> Just we can't. We can't. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Brian, put a bug in Simon's ear. We want to get Simon on the show in the next couple of weeks. We've had some technical questions, and we need we need some Simon to, for some clarification. There was a technical question Simon might be able to answer for us here, too, from Mailbag. How far would a paintball travel if shot in outer space? 
Now we've had this question before years and years ago and someone actually looked it up and we had a logical answer to it, but damn if I can remember it. Gravity and it wouldn't it just keep going. It wouldn't be an but I don't know if it, I don't know if it would implode on itself because of the extreme pressure. In the vacuum of space, if you have a momentum going, does that momentum not just carry through? I think it does. Yes. But then air power, air pressure that propels the paintball. How is that affected with the vacuum? Talk to the Dyson guy. All right, all right. We need I, we I need think him you're on. Thinking of vacuum. Yeah. So Greg Hastings said it would go forever. My question is, would it actually? Would the my guess it would go forever until it got sucked into something's gravitational pull. Well, the paintball itself wouldn't probably survive. It would just get smushed. Would, would the vacuum not? of space smush it? Yeah, I, well, I or just I expand so. it, or I, I don't know. The, no, the vacuum of space just means there's not there's well, less well, material in well, the actual. Any cartoon space I've ever seen, if a cartoon person goes into the, the out, of, out of the ship, their head explodes. So wouldn't yeah. a paintball do the same? Well, sure, we could go by that. A paintball would explode. Like, what's the temperature of space? Depends. Oh, absolute yeah. zero. Or if it's cold, the thing would shrivel up. If it's hot, it would just turn to Well, it's probably in the pool. Tommy Gunn says it would keep going. And John Maskin says unless it was captured by a larger object. Maybe, yeah. So that would make sense. Greg has the best comment. That's what she said. <laughs> and Phil Evans says the paintball would implode. That's what I'm... Yeah, yeah so it wouldn't explode. It, it would I implode. I don't think so. Implosion. But it's a vacuum of space, so wouldn't it? Why do you keep saying vacuum of space? Because I don't know. Because that's a... Do you that, know that when you're that in the, the vacuum of space, they can't hear you scream? The Googles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's Mark move on to a question that we can fake Jesus the answer Christ. that we actually may know. We need a scientist to answer that question. Yeah, a physicist. Yeah. The uh, Big Bang people are unemployed now. That's a shame. I can't read some of these because of the chat bubble thing that printed over top. Yeah, worst. That, uh, Tommy Gunn says worst paintball related injury. Chat bubble. I remember reading that. Per worst paintball related injury. Um, I don't want to discuss injuries and stuff like that at the field, so I, I'm going to refrain from commenting. It's a knock on wood snake. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Jason Moster then. What professional paintball team is the most overrated and which is the most underrated? And, of course, the answer to that is Iron Man. <laughs> to both? Uh, overrated? Yeah. That's a, that's right, a tough Right now, question. I would say Dynasty. I, would, I was going to, you know what, I was just going to say Dynasty. I don't know if they're overrated anymore. Unfortunately, I think they've but you sort of fallen to, off you of talk people's to some radar. People, but you talk to some people that aren't following following it, and everything's yeah. Dynasty. Right. Yeah, I guess. Dynasty still has the most wins of any team by far. Like, you look at Edmonton Impact, they had a good run. You look at Russians. But Dynasty has won more tournaments than anybody else by so far of a stretch that I don't know that any other team is ever going to catch up. Um, George, hey, said there's no pressure holding it together, so it would explode. Mike Holstrom said he will I... ask a rocket scientist tomorrow and a physicist. Let's yes, get... please, Mike Holstrom. If you, gonna... you could message us, that would be great. Where are you going to ask these guys? Do you work for NASA? <laughs> Do you work for NASA? Do you work for NASA? <laughs> I want to know. Jake Marino says the Cambridge Raiders the most overrated. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Hastings says never count Dynasty out. No, I'm not counting them out. They're still decent. But when they had their original roster going back a number of years ago, when they were on fire, they were literally unbeatable. When, yeah, were, when they were on fire, they're they're outstanding. But what I'm saying is, like, 
even now people still talk about dynasty and it's like you, you haven't been watching like they're not the they're not currently the top team yeah right i don't think they have been for a couple of years dynasty was for a long time always the sunday team and always the first that you know the top two or three yeah it was always a competition but right now to see who every dynasty. event that you've played in the last two two years for nxl it's been you, you might as well take names and throw it into a hat and the top four shows up edmonton impact gets in there uh you know Russians. iron man in, iron man couple times but then not the russians finally did but they weren't always sunday goers either last couple years right i don't know but the russians are they're hot right now they're they're always good but sometimes yeah yeah uh ac dallas is a decent one too yeah absolutely uh kyle says uh their dynasty is over impact and russians are strong ac dallas x factor and heat are always on the sunday club it's the wrong there but we got what you're talking about yeah yeah (laughs) 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 all right here i'll throw you a low uh an easy question uh isa isaiah in the live chat says how you guys doing today meh yeah i'm feisty today i'm okay yeah (laughs) uh greg hastings says excessive uh dynasty's main competitor (laughs) i've never once known a good i don't think on excessive (laughs) no everyone who played for excessive is terrible (laughs) They all used to serve tea and do European knee slides, right, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Excessive was a team back in the day, weren't they? They were. They sure were. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 we could let, let's move on. Do you have any more questions, or was that the end of it? Oh, I talked to them away. Sorry. Yeah, there's lots more. Maybe one more. Tom sent in a question, but I'm going to skip over it because it's Tom. Uh, oh, is it a question because of about you? Sort of. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> uh, Tom wants to. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer it right away. No, uh, this is Todd Ansage. What is your daughter taking over for Josh? <laughs> Very soon. Unfortunately, there's child. No, he said la- what? Oh, there's child labor laws that we have to get through first. Unfortunately. Yeah. <sighs> and uh, Cameron Shane Sonnenberg wants to know when did Todd Ansage and Gavin Sharma first kiss? Gavin did answer Gavin it by said, saying, "I Gavin said I don't kiss and tell." Yeah, and you know what? It was a special evening, and and, and we're gonna leave uh, it at that. I don't want to ruin that. Uh, you two were sorry, sharing a bowl of one, spaghetti. Yeah, one last one that was uh, actually pretty good one is from Jordan Nickel. Where uh, would you be interested in a spring-powered marker if one existed? Yes, we all own one. They're called well, Splatmaster. Yeah. Seventy fifty cal. I'm wondering. Okay, that spring-loaded marker would have to be a pump because there's no way it would have to be quite a pump. Yeah, as well. You'd, it'd have to have a foot pedal on it. It would definitely have to be some type of lever to get some leverage. Could it be a lever action? You could probably I imagine so. You could make it aluminium to make it light. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. We're not getting anywhere on that one. No. Um, we asked you guys a couple weeks ago to send us your team logos. Uh, we were fixating on logos that week and thought we could, we, we'd like to see some of yours. So we, we went through a bunch, but we want to show a couple more. We'll go through a couple quick. The other thing is starting next week, we'd like to start featuring paintball teams on the show. If you guys think you're worthy of being featured on the show, send us information, pictures, sponsors, all that sort of great stuff. Um, and we can um, like team feature. Yeah, team we'll bring team feature, feature back. Feature. Absolutely. Sebastian Munier wants to know our phone number. Beat it. 
We don't talk to anti-dentites. We had to cancel it after someone hung up on Simon. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which. Too soon? All right. So who do you have first? Our first one is from Gregory Melhot. Melhot. It's a big FN squad from all over Ontario. Mainly MagFed put in an, any MagFed marker in our hands and we'll shoot it. And they've got a moose antlers inside a maple leaf. So that's this one. Our next one is from Charles Knight. NFG Nation out of the Midwest. Wood Speedball and Scenario. Jonathan McCoy. TMG Rat Pack. Paintball Plex. Seymour. Uh... Bill Barnes, top fan. Task Force Raiders play out of Flag Raiders uh, paintball. They are a scenario team. I think I played with them before. You played with them before. Their logo is very black and white. We should almost upgrade that to some color That's one day. That's gray and white. Oh, my bad. No, the Maple Leaf in, in the middle is actually supposed to be red. We can get you some color. Uh, the next one, I don't have a name. It's the Expandables. They appear to be a mag. Uh, I thought that was quite clever. They are a pump team. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's very Pierce cool. To be Ralph Schreck Kleinschmidt, more Oregon Woods ball team, the Walk-Ons. We played with we played them. With yeah, them as an well. yeah. paintball. I still smell of exhaust fumes because of him. We were all up in the <laughs> tank. <laughs> that, Brian, was, that was fun. Brian J. Butler, paintball plex, trade my gun outlaws. Take what you want. Evan Johnson is the Northern Mercenaries. Seen They're out of Ontario. Before. I think it says John Stone. John Stone. Evan Johnstone. <laughs> uh, David Joseph, the Doom Troopers, Doom on You. That's um, Richard Martenko Marchenko saying. But look, they're they're established nineteen eighty six. That's a good that's a good old Yeah, that's a good old team. It's a good old team. Oh the funky bunch. Ken Newman, the wild bunch. That's um Jeremiah D. Pillion and those guys out of Minnesota. Yeah. Milwaukee area. Ever since he's been to the White House, he doesn't want to play paintball he doesn't anymore. Play paintball anymore. Yeah. He's got political aspirations, that boy. Uh Tyrell Peffler, the Oregon Boys, tactical paintball team, CQB, rubber knives, magfeds, and shenanigans. They're yeah. the hellfish. Wasn't Monty in that? In the I hellfish? Think so. Yeah, maybe. As was Abe. That was Abe, yeah. <laughs> well, at least we know a couple of people that were in the hellfish. Colin Perrin, Aldergrove, BC, Canada, Scenario Woodsball Speedball, and they are the Black Watch Paintball Club. That logo is giving you nightmares. It is. It's like a. It's like jumping right out at you. Uh, these are the Paul Cross, the Boston, <laughs> Boston Stranglers. Boston Stranglers paintball team from Boston, Lincolnshire, UK, playing rec ball, shooting everything from Splatmasters to CS1s. Now, are they looking at their logo? That's like an old JT Whippersnapper, JT Elite Mask. Do you think they've been around a while? I reckon. But I bet it's not Boston Stranglers. It's probably Baston. Baston. Baston um, Stranglers. The next one is the Grizzlies. I don't have the fellow's name. Neat. Um, Another aggressive logo. Very aggressive. Then we have the uh, Ponage Paintball. They're from Moncton, New Brunswick. They're the Moncton Spartans. Nice. And Angel Fermilin is the team Mystic Chickens. We've heard of those guys. That's the Postons. Yeah. The Postons. Yeah, yeah. And I think Paul's one of their pod runners. And then I think, Todd, that concludes <laughs> what I have. Then we have one last one, Toxic Sushi. I thought this was good. Oh, I, I can't remember. I, I, I apologize. I don't have your name, sir, but it's team base out of Hickory, North Carolina. Home field is Command Decisions Paintball. Most style of play is woods ball, but isn't that great? The toxic toxic sushi. Is that Fubu? Isn't Fugu? Fugu. Fugu. Fugu's <laughs> a blowfish. Ah, uh, yes, a very very tasty fish. Yes. If memory served, 
All Tur- right. Turns out if your mind is somewhere else, like making love to a sixth grade teacher in the back parking lot, you can poison people with puffer fish. Ah, Brent Davis in the live chat says the Arab's Angel logo is nice. Most people don't know that uh, Todd designed that. I did. Did you really? Right here. I did. Oh, and I got it in my car? Ew. <laughs> can can uh, Brent not see it on our patch wall? I, as a matter of fact, that is the only patch that's on the headliner in my car. Is it really? And yeah. Air Ups here. Because it's the only that's one that right. fits. Proudly made in the USA. Do you know those patches were made with thick welded <laughs> seams? That's right. Um, stainless steel hardware. Thick something. Uh, now producing 2019 field layout shipping now, including upgrade kits. Many color options are available. Then I'm going to talk about Enola Gay, the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder flash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, and photography, and of course, paintball. Ask for Enola Gay at your next event. What about Planet Eclipse, guys? The creators are the most incredible paintable paintball tournament markers uh, and soft goods and gear. The winningest paintball markers in history, guys. Ask for Planet Eclipse by name and watch for the new MG100 MagFed gun coming very, very soon. Man, Ruthless paintball products cater to both professional players and weekend warriors by designing new playing apparel at an unbelievably low cost. They have set a new level of manufacturing standard for the sport. They are 100% made by players for players, aiming to perfect today's paintball playing apparel. And now for a limited time only, you can head on over to their site and use the BTB15 promo code for 15% off all their products. Get this sweater, this t-shirt, or Joe's hoodie too. Greg Hastings in the live chat says he looks weird. More than just swabs and pads, guys. Exalt. Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows, tournament ready and battle proven. In the beginning, you fall out of the trees, double down a rocky cliff, you wait chest deep through a mosquito infested bog, then you realize you're surrounded. It's party time. You own a Tipman. Now combine Empire, JT, Tipman, and V Force, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. Push, guys, the creators of incredible. Uh, nope. Push is a <laughs> Push is a creator of some of the most well thought out products in the industry from goggles to gear haulers. You need to get their gear in your hands. Um, the quality that you see is genius in their products. Ask for them at your local shop by name, guys. And last but not least, the good old folks at DLX Technologies. They are the manufacturer of the Lux Paintball Marker, as well as offering up some great product lines as the SB Shocker, Gog Enemy, and the Freak Barrels. A longtime manufacturer of paintball gear. They have a product that you can trust in a product that is outstanding. Boom. Very good, guys. If it wasn't for our sponsors, we would not be here doing this show, wasting your Monday night. So thank you very much to them. Oh. 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 It just, is that time. Feistier. We are going to play a little bit of Prices Right. Uh, we don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to do probably top three here and uh, see if you guys can, uh, if we could do a quick, quick elimination here. If you guys would like to play at, along at home, all you got to do is post up your bids live in the chat, and we'll see how uh, see how you guys fare. Nice to see uh, Shrek in the live chat joining us as well. First up for bid here, guys. A tasty, tasty pair of oh, Empire yeah. Paintball used slide shorts. The logo on the crotch is a little bit worn, apparently. But it is... That's uh, all the rubbing. <laughs> and it is laying on the floor. It's not standing up by itself. So what do you guys think? Brent Davis says $5, Bob. And he posted that before he even saw what we were playing for. Uh, any word on the MG100? I'm going to get clarification this week for next week's show. Last we heard was June. 
but June is literally now. Now, so June. will yeah. they be out within the month? I'm not sure. I'll I'll try to get answers for you this week. Emery Davis says twenty five dollars. Jim Ch- Jimmy Churchill a dollar. Bob Tracy Santos two dollars and eighty five cents. Kyle Ritchie seven bucks. Tommy Guns <laughs> negative forty. <laughs> Brett stay Brett staying with his five dollar bid. No negative, Bob. Oh no. I didn't say whose slide shorts they were, so you may want to reconsider your bid. Ah, uh, oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> George, hey, that's hey. $15. He hey. really wants those. Isn't that the hardwood we put in your kitchen last week? Uh, no comment. All right. Uh, who won last week? Uh, Gavin. Gavin did. Somebody else did. So, Matt, you're first then. What are you bidding on these bad boys? Uh, $5. Devin Schwartz says, bout tree fitty. Just lost a lot of respect for Matt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Josh, what are you thinking here? Uh, two pennies, which in Canada we can round down to none. Eight, Joe? Eight dollars. Eight dollars. This sold for 20 bucks. Wow, Joe takes it. Uh, why? Yeah. Well, they're 130 bucks. Could you not clean them? They're huge slide shorts. The I'm mental, not saying I would the wear them. The mental image would not clean away. God. <laughs> All right, so I would like to know. Here we go. Here is a rare Smart Ooh. Parts barrel sock. Oh. I would like to know if that one sold for more or less than this one. I hate it when you do this. Are those Why? They're the same barrel sock, just different girls. Are those the first generation? Those, those are like second generation. Those got to be second. Second, second generation. They both look like they're in good working order from different people. I'm watching you. <laughs> Ew. So we're going to call. I, I apologize for being whatever, but was it is you know, we'll do this. Is it the red one or is it the blue one? No, the blonde or the brunette? Well, I, yeah, I was trying to be a little more politically sensitive. No, you weren't. Okay. So blonde or brunette? Uh, who won that one? Joe Joseph. did. Joe, what are you thinking? Uh, the blue one sold for more. Blue one sold for more. Matt, what do you think? I'm gonna say the blonde one sold for more. All right, Josh, are you, who are you agreeing with? Uh, normally I'd say the blonde one because sex sells and people prefer blondes, but because, oh no, Joe said the blue one, didn't he? I said the blue one. Normally I would say blonde. I was gonna one. go. I was gonna go against the flow, but never mind. I'll go with the blonde. All right, all right. So we're seeing here. Tracy Santos says blue. Isaiah says red. Kathy says $25, Bob, for the red, and 36 for the blue. Ah, not only do they feel confident, but they're they're betting on how much. Blonde, brunette, blonde, 25 for the brunette. Now, we're bidding on barrel socks here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not get... <laughs> not a date. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not taken. This is, this is not Tinder or anything like that. Uh, Michael says $20 for the blonde. Uh, Does she come with the car? Do you come with the car? Damon and Dannon, uh, one says brunette, the other says $25. No, but she's probably 40 and, you know, wishes she never did this. So the brunette sold for $55.48 and the blonde one sold for $14.79. Whoa. <laughs> How there was such a big difference. And these are both listed on the same, within the same kind of Do we, time period. I've got original ones. Who? I'm going to start selling my crap who is the one on the blue one do we know i don't know it's not listed on either of the ads because reco- i don't recognize either one of them i don't recognize um, i will say to the defense of the brunette uh it, her ad says rare where the other one just says smart parts oh you didn't say that well i didn't want to get all technical on you then i'd get blamed for no, steering or misconception <laughs> 
<laughs> Eddie could have sold it ultra rare and he could have got an extra hundred bucks. But watch this next ad vibe paintball marker Ollie Lang and and Josh is gonna say, oh, I hate when you do that. Do what? <laughs> Post Lang. an ad? <laughs> Every ad you don't like what I do. Is it an actual Ollie Lang one? I can't see what's Okay, on the so the grip says Ollie Lang. Grips, All I'm it? doing is I'm reading you what the ad says. It says okay, but I didn't know if that was Paintball Marker Ollie Lang and he knows it's a vibe. But Ollie Lang, to the best of my knowledge, never shot one or had a branded one. But he did have grips, 45 grips made, and those look like like maybe contract killer ones or something. And uh, do you think they're part of the coal molded plastic grip that was found on them, or do you think somebody bought? Oh, this is an aftermarket grip for sure. On a vibe? Yep. Can yeah. you put an aftermarket yep, they got grip 45, on a vibe? Yeah, it's forty-five. Uh, uh, degree uh, ones here, so this would there was oh, this would fit a cocker. Yes, what do you call them? Anyways, it fits a cocker. It fits any of the any of the other and uh, any of the other guns like that. What do you guys think? Who won the last one, Matt? Uh, no, I think Joe did. Yeah, Joe did. Joe did. Because okay. he got the blue one. Yeah, I guess the blue one. Yeah, it was Joe. Joe's ones. Uh, Joe's one too. The blue one's barrel bag. Okay, so what are you thinking, Joe? $59. Oh, for Pete's sakes. <laughs> I hate it when you do that, man. Oh, I was going to say 50 Okay. I'm going to go crazy with $100. Okay. Josh, what are you thinking? Got to go with a dollar. A dollar. Tracy Santos is the closest in the live chat at $88. This was sold for $89. Oh. Oh. Oh, what did I say? I don't know, but George Hey, hey. said 112 You said 59 So yeah. Joe won. Joe got that one. So are we, how are we for scores? Oh, it's 3 nothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's back. <laughs> it's a runaway because you don't have Gavin to challenge you. All right. One more question here that I want to answer uh, before we go to our podcast extra. And this comes from Max through Facebook. He just sent us a message. I saw that. He says, hey, gang, I have a question for you. Uh, for tournament fields, do they have to be all the same size and have to have the same inflatable bunkers working on opening a field near my location and want to add tournaments? Uh, thank you in advance. Uh, and keep up on your show. Uh, thanks, Max, for the question. Um, I, I guess, in all honesty, you if you're going to mimic NXL, be a feeder series for NXL, an affiliate to the NXL, you're going to want to keep the same bunkers, the same field size, the same field specs. If you don't want to, if you don't want to be on that that path, you're welcome to make your field any size, really. Um, if you're going to make it a three-man field, a three-on-three, three, a five-on-five. Um, that sounds fun, a three-on-three. Three. A three-on-three. Three. Uh, the Menage a Trois tournament series runs in Paris every year. Um, but I don't and know. The bunkers are just tacos. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, if you want, <laughs> your best thing to do is to go to the NXL website, well look at their field layouts. You'll find the dimensions of what they have. And if it fits on your property, it fits into your budget. I would recommend that. And I would also talk to my good friend Brent at AirUps. Uh, they sell the full NXL kits, but if you don't have the field or the, re the real estate for it, he also sells three-man and five-man fields as well uh, at a great rate. So that would be a great place to start. I tagged, if you look on my last post, it says buy an AirUps set from, uh, buy a bunker set from AirUps. Just click on AirUps and it'll take you right to his Facebook page and you can message with Brent. There you go. He can ship you on FedEx. He likes, he likes answering his Facebook messages late into the evening. So, very good. So, guys, we're going to end this program here. If you're watching us live, uh, we are going to end it here, and we're going to continue to record after we uh, end on Facebook. 
And uh, that's because we record for our after show, which is part of our podcast. This show gets downloaded uh, every or uploaded every week to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere that you get your podcast from. And you can download the whole show plus the after show in its entirety. Uh, Joe, thank you for being on the show tonight. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Behind the Bunker. Pew, pew. Josh, were you happy to be back? Yes. Because <laughs> I got a hoodie. <laughs> That's true. Josh, <laughs> And it's not mustard yellow. It's actually like flat dark earth, which yeah. is coyote brown. Doo-doo. Is it coyote brown? It's a, it, it is. Well, yeah, I'll explain in the after show how we came up all with right. that color. Uh, like thank you to Matt for pushing all the buttons. Thank you guys for watching at home. Uh, if you guys are listening to us on our podcast, don't turn us off. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right, guys, welcome to our after show slash podcast. So, Josh, I was telling you about the the hoodies, how we came up with the color. I actually did a Google search for the Pantone colored numbers for Coyote Brown. um, And there was lots of uh, what looked to be proper websites that had the Pantone color and they were all sharing the numbers anyway, so they were right. So I sent those over to um, Ruthless and that's how I came up with that number. So that is Coyote Brown as far as that's concerned. So hmm. it may on his printer print slightly different as with any printer, but Gavin was wearing it at the weekend with his uh, multi-cam. It looked pretty good. And it looked pretty good. And he was wearing a tan t-shirt underneath and yeah. uh, he looked quite earthy. <laughs> it was quite nice. It was quite nice. Um, going back to what the previous person said about uh, opening up a field with tournament layout, is there actually uh, like a uniform or universal yeah. sized field? Yep. Um, I want to say it's 125 by 150 and the grid's at 10. Uh, you know, so it's 10 by 10 grids mm-hmm. uh, spacing. I want to say up till two years ago, it was 12.5 across the back line with two ends at 10 feet, but they changed it. It was a little easier and they made it slightly smaller. So I believe it's 125 by 150. And what's that in centimeters? Uh, lots. A lot. There, but there, um, there was discussions of changing and they tried to change it. I don't think it was adopted. Well, they can't because like to build a field, it's a lot of money. And if they were to make it anything but smaller, they'd upset a lot of field owners. It's one thing to change bunkers every year or every few years, but you can't go changing field sizes. Yeah, can't we just get something universal? Well, that is and has been since the PSP. And the, and, um, the only thing... Okay, so when we, when we built our cages, not the last time, but the, the, the time before... We built one for N- NPPL and one for and PSP. PSP. PSP was 135 by, by 150, 150 and, and then was, and then it was 135 by 175, yes. something like that. So we built our fields to accommodate both and uh, NX- NPPL dropped out. So PSP was accepted. So we then didn't have to make our field any any different. It was it was it all just kind of worked out. Um, but yeah, so the, those are regula- regulations. And then the bunkers that uh, Arup uses is the official bunker that most tournament series are using because the NXL uses them. So if you buy anything from Arups, you're pretty much buying 
the legal, if you will, tournament shapes. Um, but you're not, you, you know, you're not limited to that. You can, I mean, you can custom order. We've done four-man tournament series. We've done three-man tournament series. We've used half the amount of bunkers that we would normally for the NXL, and we used half the size of field and had great success. So, I mean, you don't have to stick with that if you don't have the real estate for it. No, but what I'm saying is there should be something universal across the board. Well, right now there's really no governing body exactly. other than the NXL, but the NXL... And all the feeder series, they're all using that and adopting that. So I think, realistically speaking, that would, by process of elimination, that would be the governing rules. Yeah, until like five, ten years from now, something new comes along, and all the field owners have to. I'm just Do jaded. <laughs> More bitter than jaded. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, good, good, good question. That's for sure. Josh, are you? Uh, what did you do with yourself the last couple of weeks while you were sick? I know you were obviously sick, but um, were, did you watch the show, listen to the show? Uh, truthfully, for like the last two weeks, by this time of the night, I was in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I had nothing left. We had a couple of good Josh ribs. Nothing, 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 nothing crazy. No, not at your expense. But I mean, well, we, I imagined you guys would. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Yeah. Well, when Joe was gone, where was he? Shoe shopping. That's yes. why he wasn't here. What he's, were you? What he's was getting the newest Kirkland shoe? Uh, <laughs> at Costco, yeah. the all all Kirk, white getting, all white leather upper uh, shoe. Clog, new Kirkland, uh. Kirkland clogs from from Costco. Yeah, I can't remember what we the said. Josh's shoe. excuse was. Well, I was at Costco Where was the other I? day, and they had a whole like, like you were camping. Display. Oh yeah, grade six yeah. camping. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're getting the. Those, uh, shoot, Boy Scout wieners or Boy Scout meats? Oh, the meat sticks. <laughs> meat sticks. <laughs> Jesus. So wrong. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I didn't get arrested, so I guess it's fine. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sad that Gavin's not here tonight because he, I asked him on Sunday or Saturday, one of the days, uh, we were talking about Netflix and I said, and he started talking about a new show he's been watching. That he recommended, and I watched one episode last night, and it actually looks promising. Out of so, my wife and I do a, like we'll we'll try to find series, and we'll watch. We'll give it usually three episodes, and if by the third episode it's a dud, we're done. Yeah. But we haven't found anything, and and out of like six or seven shows that we've tried, you might get lucky to find one that you're sticking with. But this one so far isn't bad. What's and, it called? Um, I'm gonna find out for you right now. It's. Uh, Did you watch The Office? The Which one. The U.S. one. Uh, I I watched a few episodes, but I haven't really watched Animal Kingdom. It's called. Oh, I've watched that since the the beginning. So it's he good. told me that you got to get three episodes in, but after the first episode, I'm kind of intrigued. I love yeah. shows that are different, that are kind of just, you know what I mean. You don't know what you're getting into. Did you watch um, Shameless? I like Shameless. Shameless was okay. Yeah. What about watch Ray Donovan? Isn't that Canadian? No, it's it's really. It just, sorry, it just sounds like it's quite American. Yeah. Um, and I tried watching. What's the one that was filmed in Galt? Uh, the one where Handmaid's the Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Oh, oh that's awful. Mysteries. It it has a neat premise. We've only watched one episode. I'm debating uh, whether we try it again. To be honest with you, but what uh, about Mad Men? Have you watched that? That's a good show. Uh, we tried for one episode, and for some reason, we didn't get into it. But. Okay. I that was do, a while I, ago. I couldn't do Mad Men, and I try and try and try to watch Black. Was it Blacklist? Oh, can't Blacklist do it. is. Eh. I can't. I. It's, it's amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that one's Canadian, isn't it? I don't know, but no. it seems like a bunch of like college dropouts wrote that. 
Shit oh, but like a terrible. whole pile of people were like, yeah, this is really good, really good. And I tried to watch it. I was like, this is... Yeah. Um, no. Black Mirror is another one to watch out for. But if you get it, if you're uh, watching, if you're watching any episodes and you don't like it, just skip to the next one. Yeah, um, cool. Same with Easy. Easy is a series that I really like. Um, but every episode is a different short story. Um, and if you don't like it halfway through the episode, just go on to the next one because they're all different. And I find them amusing. They're good. Have you watched uh, Atypical? Atypical's good. I like that one. I enjoy yeah. that one. I seen a couple episodes. Isn't that the autistic fellow? Yeah. 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 High functioning autistic guy. Yeah, yeah. He likes penguins. And then uh the languaginese people. That's yeah. Gavin? No. Oh. The languaginese. Oh, they I said they were going on about hunter killers. Yeah, hunter killers. So I put that on my watch list just as in for a rainy day. Is that a is that a movie? Yeah. Have you tried the show Ozark? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, that's next that, on my I, list. I, that's awesome. Yeah. I've been season watching Season three that. is coming eventually. But are you done the last season right now? No, I'm only like four in or okay. five in. Because oh. that's where we left off, about two or three in, because it just kind of got... The first couple episodes were awesome, right? Like yeah. the first couple seasons were really good. Well, there's only two seasons. Well, then it was the first two seasons. Uh, the first season that was really good, because wherever we are now, we're only two or three episodes in, and we kind of not lost interest, but sort of just... I don't know. Um, Have you guys watched Life in Pieces? Mm-mm. That's a pretty funny one. It's got yeah. Tom Hanks' son in it. Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I can't believe I remembered that. Yeah. And of course, I'm perpetually watching Archer. I lost interest in Archer. The first bunch of seasons were good, but... Uh, have you watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, season six is on Netflix finally. Apparently By the f- far the best show on oh, Netflix, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> and according to uh, multiple police officers I know, the closest related police television show that's on. Oh, they're most realistic? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, give me a minute. I'll remember his name in a second. Uh, Who are you trying to no, it's a new co- It's a comedian. He's, a, he's Italian. Um. I don't know. I just watched an interview with him, Matt Malafalco, or I don't know comedians. Anyways, I'll uh, if I can remember it, I'll bring it up. Manny but he's, Falco? No. Sounds like a bad bird. <laughs> a bad bird. Just yeah. like a really dysfunctional bird. Oh. Damn! Sorry. I don't even know where to find it now because I was watching him on the other computer. Oh, Police Academy's on Netflix again. No way. Yeah. Okay, those movies, someone needs to re-edit them. You know how people remaster albums? Yes. Yes. They need to remaster <laughs> them. So instead of them going for like two and a half hours, they need to take them down to an hour and 15 and just have the good stuff. Oh, that uh, Winslow guy does the sound effects? Just, <laughs> just highlight. Well, it's like a- Apocalypse Now is there. And I, I don't know if it's true or not, but someone told me that in Apocalypse Now, there's a lot of scenes where the scene starts with like following the the trail of the back of the boat and then it pans to the front of the boat to a character and they do like a little bit of a voiceover and then the scene starts from there and then the scene ends by panning out to something someone told me if you cut all those scenes out and just skip to the guy sitting on the boat the movie's only actually an hour and five minutes long really yeah (laughs) like if you cut out all the scenery it's only an hour and five i was like where's that version where's like there should be a one hour cut version of every movie well, Beverly Hills Cop, if they didn't play 20 minutes of Axel F, it would be perfect. It'd be like Tops, Top Gun without the volleyball scene. It would have been no, perfect. No, no, no. That sets perfect. the tone for the no. plot line. 
That's yeah, awesome. That's just a, a, a plot line for the rest of Tom Cruise's life of living in the closet. It's character development, all right. Um, the name of the comedian was Sebastian Mal- Maniscalco. Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, he has got like a special. I think he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Probably. He's ago. he's he's pretty good. Um, yeah, I was going to say something about Top Gun. Oh, so I finally had a chance on Netflix. I watched, um, what's that movie? Um, they're in the third one now. Um, Halle Berry's in it. Take it. John Wick. John Wick. I finally watched the first John Wick movie. It was good. It was, it was really good. I haven't seen I don't, it. How did I third, not see that before? Yeah, it was really good. And I like the fact that it is legit. And it's real. Yes, and that's why I watched it because I saw the video of Halle Berry and him training at the gun range, and Halle Berry is actually really good. Yeah, like she's far better than I, I I've ever been. Like she's she's doing multiple gun shoots. You can see her targets are actually hitting. Like she's yeah. hitting them square on. She's so then I I thought well you know if they're doing all this training for that the movie's got to be good. No. Did you watch the? There's a Did full video of them. It's 45 minutes long of them doing that shoot. Yeah. And like one of the girls in the movie goes, and then Tali Barrow, and then Keanu Reeves goes. Yeah. And this entire thing takes like 10, 12 minutes of them total doing their entire the run through and the shoot and everything. And then their instructor goes, and it's like two minutes. Like wow. he bots up, it's like ting, 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 click, ting, 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 ting. Yeah, and yeah. It, it makes those two look like amateur chumps. Yeah. But after watching them go, you're like, holy shit, they're really good. Like this, they're like. They're solid guy, and then the instructor goes, and you're like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I liked they're they're showing Hallie how to go around a corner with her weapon, and they were telling her like to commit, like don't just cycle around with your with your weapon to go around the barrel and shoot. It's like he said, take your gun and jam it as if you're like gonna ram it into someone's chest because you don't know who's on the other side. Yeah, and I'm like. That makes good point. Like, Especially if you're training for like Ipsic or something like that, like they Ipsic. would never tell you stuff like that, right? Because that that's not part of the 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 because no. you don't need to jab you're any refs or shit anything. For doing yes, exactly. But watching, like, listening <laughs> to someone who actually knows what they're talking about and teaching that to someone who's yeah. going to do it, in a movie, I think it's great. Um, so the first movie of John Wick was 84 people killed, something like that, g- yeah. give or take. And like the second one or the third one, it's like 200 and change. Don't so. Spoil it. Well, I okay. How's that spoiling it? People die in John Wick movies. It's like there, taken. I it's wrecked like it for Liam you. It's like Liam Neeson and Taken. Yeah, someone I was took him. I can watch that all day. <laughs> I, you it's know what? Like the Born Identity. The only bad thing about that movie is every single movie that he's done since is just Taken. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter where it is or yeah. what it is. Okay, Joe taken. brings up a good point. Well, what about Bo- that gray? The gray with Neeson. It's taken. The snowman? He's no, a snowplow? wolves. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It's just taken. That's all it is. Yeah. He just took Like, wolves. if you gave him a cell phone and he calls the, calls the wolves and he's just, I don't know who you are. Where you are. <laughs> but I have a job. I got a certain set of skills. Did he? Didn't I go to the theater to watch. Wasn't he in the movie where he was on a subway car that was yeah. taken? Yeah, it's like take, <laughs> it's like taken part shit. seven. It should just yeah. put in brackets. Taken seven. Yeah, yeah. Nine. You know, the so bu- the bus here's down. a question. Joe brings up a good point. <laughs> you guys are stop. listening at home. I would like to know, and you can message us through our Facebook or Instagram or show at behindthebunker.com is our email. Joe mentioned um, John Bourne. I Jason Bourne. If I could only choose one movie franchise or movie to watch ever again, it would be the Bourne series. And if you if there was no such thing as the Bourne series as an individual movie, I'd probably choose Shawshank without thinking it real too hard. Those would be my two go tos. 
I'd like to know from you guys at home what what are your what is your movie what is your one movie or your your franchise that you you would be left on the desert I island to watch? I was a big fan of the of Lethal Weapon with the first Lethal Weapon Viet, ex Vietnam guys, but then you know the Jace, the Born the Born ones are I can watch the Born ones and I can also Taken's been on a lot in TV late at night on like Channel Fifty One and Forty Eight lately or whatever our channel. So th- any one of those three, I I'd have to say. Are you talking action movies? Or are you just talking movies? Any movies. You can have the notebook if that's what you're going for. I could watch Office Space all day, every day. Yeah. Okay, but what about a franchise then? Because I, I agree with Staples you on that. Staples or the Business Depot. <laughs> <laughs> franchise. If you're talking real franchises, you got to choose McDonald's because they're the biggest real estate holder in their category. <laughs> their business isn't hamburgers. It's real estate, according yeah. to Ray Kroc. That was a church. Yeah. Anyways, let's leave it at that because okay. we got to finish the show. I but just, send us in. I, I'd be very curious to know what you guys think, and it's maybe good, we're missing it's something. It's a solid question. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We're not going to say goodbyes. Anything you guys want to say before we? No. Uh, you know I'll, what? Thanks for listening. After to this, whatever. What's it called? The Pod Show. Yeah. Podcast. Podcast. After thing. The after show. Well, we got to talk about Bollywood still. We'll save that for next, next week, time. though. Yeah, Bollywood's a whole show. <laughs> we don't have nine hours. Ding a ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Peace out. <laughs> All right.